Welcome listeners, we are the Happy Go Moody podcast with Vivian and Natalia, the podcast where we talk about all things happy, all the way to all things moody. Hey Natalia, you know what? I was thinking about how a few episodes ago, or the last episode, I don't remember, we talked about living outside of the country you were born in. And then something came to my mind and it's like how vulnerable we are when we take that decision into our lives oh yeah we're definitely i guess vulnerable when we do stuff like that i think i think everyone um gets to be vulnerable in some point of their lives right and definitely when you change to change from one place to another it doesn't even have to be a country sometimes it's just even moving from one house to a different one or um so many different situations where we have to be vulnerable and to be honest i love it <laughs> i think it's so important to be vulnerable um but this is a good it's a good thing to talk about it because you you love being vulnerable yeah i is uh, is weird right is i think it's challenging but uh i didn't like it and i had to teach myself that it's okay to be vulnerable and kind of get the fear out of it. Um, I always, I grew up and you know, I guess we talked about this as a few episodes ago as well, that I grew up and I always be wanted to be this perfect person, right? And have the perfect life and having everything like just perfect, like I imagined in my mind and just is so unrealistic. And we're all different and we're all unique and no one is perfect. And the perfection is something that we just create and we just, I don't know, we just create in our minds and we try to, at least I do, and I try to follow by it. But the reality is I am so far from perfect. And I had to really work on myself to understand that it's okay to be me, you know, and it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay not to be perfect. And I don't know. So, and for me, that's being vulnerable when, I actually learned that the way to connect with people is to be vulnerable because if you're just faking who you are or you're faking your life, uh, how, how can people connect to you? You know, you're not being yeah, you. I understand. I am. I completely understand what you're saying. I think aside from like the living outside of your country, of course, we all uh, run into these moments where we have a choice to make, right? Where, I can present myself as I am, even if I'm not accepted, which is a very, very vulnerable space to live in, or I can put on a bravado, right? Like a, a false confidence about myself that will give people a certain impression, but I'm not really being my genuine self. Uh, but vulnerability, I do think that it's a scary space to be in, uh, even though it is the space where you're more likely to connect with people. I think it takes, I, to me at least, and for what you're saying, I think for you as well, it took me time to understand that it was okay to be vulnerable, not because I wanted to have a life that was perfect, that I behaved perfect and, you know, but more because I had some traumatic experiences in the past. So I kind of, my out of protection, 
I would not allow myself to be vulnerable, especially in my romantic relationships, because I was already hurt in some way in the past. So I thought if I am vulnerable, I'm just going to be asking to be hurt again. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think there is a big fear to be vulnerable, right? And we have to just learn to deal with that fear because there is so many good things that can come out of being vulnerable. Um, if you're going through a tough situation and you were open to it and you actually maybe talk to someone about that, you're going to be impressed that people are not, not everyone's going to be judging you for what you're going through. People are actually going to support you. And if you're not vulnerable, if you're not upfront, if you don't say what is going on, you, you're not going to get to see that, you know, and you may connect with some people uh, that been going, that, that had something going on in their lives that was similar to what you're going through right now. And, um, and we all make mistakes. So it, it's, it sucks. I don't want to make any mistakes. I don't want to hurt anyone, but we do, you know, sometimes a lot of times it's not your intention, but you do. So you be upfront about it. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think with time I had to really, uh, work with that. And it's and being vulnerable may push some people away, but I I feel that if someone is being pushed away because uh, I was myself with them, then maybe they are not the best person to for me to connect. And it doesn't mean they are bad people. It's just okay that doesn't match really my personality. So you probably want friendships. You want to be or have people around you that really understand you and can connect with you, you know, and you guys can talk about things um, and you are going to find your people, but you can't really find those people if you're just being fake. And um, so that, that's, that's for me, that's what I take from being vulnerable. I think, I don't know, I, I think I learned a lot and uh, I had to accept myself too, uh, the way I am, like I am a talker, you know that. Even listening to our episodes, I told you, man, I'm so annoying because I talk over you sometimes. I don't ask you questions. It's like, it's like I'm so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true, but I, it's hard to listen. Talk about vulnerability. I hate listening to myself when I go through the editing. I feel like, my God, I sound awful. <laughs> But you probably think the same for I yourself. Do. And it's just hard to listen to yourself. Now that I added, you know, a couple of episodes in, I am a little bit more used to, but I constantly am criticizing myself when I'm listening to myself because I feel like I should have spoken that better. I should, but I'm at the same time, I'm trying, I'm trying to be vulnerable and think like, you know, those are things that I really think. And I want to talk about it. And maybe some people will connect with it. And maybe some people will not. And the worst that can happen is like, I can learn from it. I don't know if I, we are going to get better at it, but we can definitely learn from it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I hope I hope I get better in like talking less and listening more. And I, I have always been a talker and I always knew that. And I do know that some people find me annoying. You know, and sometimes I am annoying. I can tell that and I own it. <laughs> but I, I I, don't know. It's just who I am. And I can't, I, I can't try to change. I don't know if I'm going to succeed. Um, but it's definitely, I think you were being very vulnerable doing this. What do you think? 
I think so. I think the same. But when we talk about vulnerability in the most like pure sense of the world, in the the, the image that comes to my mind is like when you're a kid and you're in school and it's like recess and you go running with kids and you trip. I should trip a lot and you trip and fall in front of everyone and your knees are like all bloody. <laughs> And I remember always feeling super embarrassed. I actually don't remember, like, I used to fall a lot because I had, like, some issues with my feet. And I had to use, like, orthopedic boots for a little while while I was, like, little. And so I, I was constantly, like, falling. Uh, and I always felt like it got to a point that I went from embarrassed to, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm always falling. I remember that my mom would put, like, pantyhose on me with a skirt from with the school uniform and I'll fall and bleed on my knee and the pantyhose will be like a crust of blood on my knee and I would be like oh no because my mom would be mad if I was falling again with blood on the pantyhose again so I will come home and take off the pantyhose real quick and crunch it into a bowl make a little ball of pantyhose and shove it uh, behind the couch because I thought, like, she'll never find out. This is a genius plan. And, of course, she finds out. Then I pile up pantyhose with blood. Yeah, gosh. And then I got in trouble. But I remember being... That was my only fear, that she would yell at me. But at school, I was just like, okay, another day, another fall, another bloody knee. But that's what comes to my mind when I first think of vulnerability. So... To your daughter, to Emma, do you feel like you teach her to be vulnerable? Is something that you can teach someone? That's that's the thing. I think it has a lot to do with the personality. I think Emma feels a lot. She's a lot like me as a kid. I, I feel like I feel that. I was, I felt like very intensive feelings. So you were right? very sensitive? very sensitive I have always been very sensitive so as you said if I did something wrong at school I'll be so ashamed and so embarrassed right and I'm like oh everyone is judging me and I was I was afraid that people would judge me I to this day I will be lying if I say oh I'm super vulnerable I don't care now I'm still like if I am feeling if if I I feel like I'm being judged I, I feel a little bad right is that feeling like oh man and I am a total for people that don't know me I am a little of a people pleaser a little. I have this. <laughs> a total people pleaser. hundred percent. I want, yeah, I want everyone around me to be happy with me, right? I want them to be, you know, to like me. I, I don't know. It's just my personality. That's the way it is. So I try to really please people. And if I feel someone is judging me, I kind of like, I feel short. It's kind of like, I feel like I am so tiny, and you know it's weird but it's like it's like i i shrink but it's not weird it's not weird at all because think about it judgment in my opinion we all do it it's inevitable it's almost like we are trained to judge right but it's such a terrible terrible thing and it's such a hard practice to be non-judgmental which i don't know if anyone fully mastered to be honest with you so I feel the same way if people judge me I feel small and you know sometimes you know we have our days there are days that you feel I have a strong sense of self today in my life 
Um, so it's not all judgment that affects me, but yeah, I think it's a very common feel feeling. What do you feel? Yeah, I, I mean, I see my husband, my mother-in-law, my husband's mom. She, I don't think she judges a lot of people and I love being around her because I think she's so calm and she really mastered the compassion. And I've been working a lot on compassion. And I think when you master that, you stop judging others because you start using your empathy, you know, to understand what other people are going or other people are going through or to even if you see someone on the street and you want to judge the clothes they're wearing, I don't know, like, oh, why that short skirt? I don't know. Right. Um, but I am learning to work with my vulnerability and be more vulnerable. That's why I'm also, I accepted doing the podcast. If you remember when we, when you invited me to do this, you call me, I'm not going to forget say, Hey, let's do this together. My first thing was, I want to be anonymous. I don't want people knowing yeah. who I am. And that's, was just fear mm -hmm. of being vulnerable. And, um, and since then, and I've been working on myself, you know, for a while and I've been learning how important it is to be vulnerable. And I'm being enjoy. I take this more as a challenging now, a challenge now. So I'm enjoying uh, the this try. You know, this okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to trip in front of people. You know, it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes, and that's fine. If some people don't like it, all right, I I can live with that, right? Not everyone is gonna like what I do. Not everyone is gonna like what I say. But I want to be my true self, and I wanna tell people what I feel and I really try to speak with my heart and listen with my heart and see with my heart so that helped me um being more vulnerable because if I see someone or if someone says something to me I try to understand okay maybe even if someone is being mean I was like okay maybe she's just being mean because you know she went through something and that's the way of her uh, getting that out of her. So I, I try to be understand. I, I don't know if we can teach vulnerability, but you can definitely work with it and try to show, you know, your kids or, or people around that it's okay. It's okay not to be loved by someone. Yeah. It's okay not to be liked, you know, by someone. Not everyone has yeah. to love you. Not everyone has to like you, but yeah, and vice versa, right? You don't need to like everyone. And it doesn't mean you you need to be rude with a person if that you don't like but um i there are plenty of people i don't vibe with you know and i just understand i don't vibe with them and i look for people that you know i want to surround myself with um so yeah i think that's fine yeah i mean honestly i try to love everyone <laughs> you know that <laughs> That's my goal. Oh, here we I, go. I know, I know. <laughs> my, my goal is I, not everyone has to like me, but I really try my best to love and like everyone. <laughs> well, but then I want to talk. I actually, uh, I have, you know, I had a lot of psychological help. You know, I go, I have a psychologist and uh, for years now, and now I'm actually free from sessions. Ooh. Yay, I graduated. No, I'm yay, but you know, if I need to go back, I'll go back. To <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need help. But uh, that was one of back when I first started, that was one of the things that they would talk to me again and again and again, like how it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable. You need to be vulnerable, actually, if you want to connect with people. And, uh, but I, from my experience, 
and maybe you can relate to me. I don't think I benefit from being vulnerable always. You know, I created a certain balance for me where I I feel the person out if it comes to someone I'm meeting for the first time. And I I will start feeling vulnerable after a few conversations or like, it depends on the person, of course. But there are some people that I am definitely making a choice not to be vulnerable in their presence because I don't quite know if they are themselves with me does that make yeah, sense i i i think maybe that's the right thing to do i don't know maybe finding the balance i right now i am in the stage that i try to be vulnerable all the time really and i try i i mean I, I don't succeed all the time because sometimes i feel like super judged but <laughs> oh but you know what i do have a funny story about that i have a good friend and not naming names here um but she was telling me that she went to a mom's group meeting whatever with all the moms from the school that her kid goes to and she met this one girl never seen her before you know and she decided to tell her the story I don't know why she said like hey something came up and then I told her I went to Greece and then we were trying to go topless but I wasn't I wasn't um courageous enough I wasn't brave enough yeah. to actually do it so I felt a little awkward and then I decided to okay I'm gonna try and do it and then I realized why am I telling this person this <laughs> <laughs> and she's telling me this story, right? So she was like yeah. totally vulnerable with a complete stranger. And then she and she's telling me that like into the conversation, she realized like the girl is just looking at her like, what is this person telling me? <laughs> and then this mom just kind of like said, oh, oh, someone is calling me and, and stepped out and she felt horrible. And, <laughs> and she's telling me this, she's like, man, I was... I just started this conversation with this complete stranger and I was talking about topless on the beach, you know, and I, I, with another mom and, and I felt so judged and I felt so weird and I felt like maybe I have a problem. Why am I sharing this with a stranger? And uh, she just felt the moment it was the right moment for that conversation. I don't know. But that's a perfect example that she decided to be vulnerable with someone that maybe was not ready for her you know, yes. vulnerability. <laughs> That's another, that makes me think that, that, I don't know why, but people often feel very comfortable sharing with me the personal things very early on in like getting to know me. Yeah. And I can tell you some, I'm not a judgmental person in general, but sometimes I'm not ready for the things that are being shared with me. Uh, when I moved to Montreal and this was the most like, the thing that, just made an impression on me and I thought like wow she this person felt like sharing this with me but I, I met a person in the neighborhood and she was really cool really cool girl and um we had coffee and we walked our dogs together but in the second time that I that we met to walk our dogs together she has told me her whole story about you know how she was dating someone from out of the country and he came to the country they they met and then she became pregnant but she decided to have an abortion and that was like two weeks ago from when i met her so obviously those it was in her mind you know that was heavy on her mind she was completely fine with the abortion and i'm not necessarily against abortion but it was just such a personal story i did my best to like listen and be like supportive but it was someone that i have just 
met. So I remember feeling like, wow, I, when I left that conversation, I was like, wow, that was a lot for me to listen to. You know? <laughs> so I, but I'm very careful because I don't want to make a person feel uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. So I really listened and I just didn't know exactly what to say because it felt like she was just too like processing herself, everything that happened to her. But yeah, sometimes I don't think I'm ready to receive someone's vulnerability or the amount of information, you know, they're sharing with me. Uh, so there's that, right? Like I'm, you know, I think that's why I feel like I created a certain balance for me because sometimes I think at times I have shared more than I should, you know, in a certain situation. <laughs> yeah. And I think sometimes people had gave me like, too much information right away since i i take a little a slower pace to get to know someone but did that ever happen to you personally where you know someone is sharing things with you and you're like oh i'm wasn't in that headspace right now to receive it well that's why i think we're the two opposites and that's why i really value our relationship <laughs> and our friendship because of that because <laughs> In any story I have to tell, I am the girl that shares too much, <laughs> too fast. And you should, you know that, right? Like, because I talk a lot, I kind of share a lot of my life very early on. I never on. felt, I never no? felt from you that you were like, that you overshare. You haven't met, you met my husband, Kevin, but if you want to know someone who talks, that's my husband and his family. They talk a lot. <laughs> Talk a lot. So I don't know if I just got used to it, but I never <laughs> felt like you were like super well, I, crazy. I am careful now, right? But I did. I I think I I feel more comfortable like sharing about myself and my life than than maybe most people. Um, but because I I am conscious that a lot of people are not ready to you know have that deep of a conversation. I I guard myself, but I do feel that I I had like peaks of being vulnerable and then like guarding myself and then being vulnerable mm -hmm. and then like being outgo like so it's it's like I have always been very vulnerable until things happen in my life that I felt uncomfortable with or or people were not ready for my vulnerability or for my stories right that I start like being a little bit more careful and it got to a point that I stopped sharing that I had friends for a year that didn't know you know, a lot of my background story in Brazil or in Germany or anything. And there's people that I work with for years. They didn't even know like um, a lot of what I have been through uh, because I kind of like learned not to share too much. And and then I after starting therapy, I started like trying to be more vulnerable, you know, and, and share a little bit more. But I have to find my balance. I'm definitely not there yet. I haven't found my balance. I am trying to enjoy being vulnerable. I'm trying to be okay with, I share too much. That's fine. I felt like that. You know, I felt like being myself and you didn't like it. That's okay. You don't have to like it, right? You don't have to like me. It's okay. But before it wasn't okay for me. I would be like crying at night. Ooh, did I say this right? And sometimes I still do that, that I, I have a conversation. I felt like I was too vulnerable with someone or, or maybe a group of people and then I get home and I'm like oh my goodness you know I shouldn't have said that and I shouldn't have said that what are they thinking when in reality they're probably like just sleeping and they are they over it and I'm the one like overthinking the whole situation 
So I'm definitely learning. Okay. So in communication, you're still learning. But I think that in terms of in the social aspect of vulnerability, I think you mastered because I know you to be someone who just doesn't say no to any adventure. You just go and then you do it. You're about to run in October, like miles and miles <laughs> on a run in Connecticut. And you just decided you're going to do it and you're going to do it. I, in communication, I feel like I found a balance. But in like social, you know, ventures, I'm still like, I identify as an introvert. I don't know. People identify me as an introvert. I, this is like, is I won't say yes to just anything that I'm invited because I'm very cautious. You know, like I do not feel safe if I'm vulnerable in certain physical situations. Does that, does that make any sense to you? Like if you invite me, oh, let's go do some climbing in the mountain. I'm going to say no, thank you, because I feel like I don't have the equipment that I need and I didn't train for it. And like where you, I think you would go. I'll go for everything. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I'm like that. I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, just this, the way the you way, are, I think. Yeah, the, the safety is another thing. I remember in Brazil even, which is not a very safe place and you shouldn't have like your phone out at 2 a.m. when you're walking in the street. I don't even know if you should be walking on the street at 2 a.m. But I, I remember being like a teenager or 18 years old and walking one time in São Leopoldo. I walked back from the like downtown São Leopoldo to my mm -hmm. house, which was kind of far you know, and dark roads. And, and I just walk alone, you know, at two something AM. And then I remember when I told my parents the next day, they were like, are you crazy? You know, you could have died. And I'm like, I, I, the opposite of you, I feel, I run here in Atlanta at 5.30 AM before the sun comes up because it's the best time to run because it's not too hot, especially now in summer. And it's still dark outside. And I'm running in the back line here. Not many people are running at that time. I'll tell you that. And I, don't know i don't feel like but is it is it thing is it okay or people are cautious about that time no, people tell me i'm crazy but <laughs> i i don't feel unsafe and i don't know if it's because i have this soul truly believe in my heart that i am protected that I, as long as i believe i'm safe i'm safe and if i believe i'm unsafe then i'm unsafe is it, it doesn't depend on others it depends on me you know, so you do, you do listen to that gut feeling, you know, sometimes yes, have totally that gut feeling like I am not, I'm, I'm scary, vulnerable right now. You would listen to that. Yes. So because I believe is a, is a self thing. Like I tell myself, Oh, I'm safe. I am safe because I'm telling myself I'm safe. The same way. If I feel like I'm going to, let's say it's five, 5 AM and I'm going to open the door to go for a run and I open the door. I was like, man, I don't feel safe. You know, like, Oh, something is off. I'll close the door because not because, oh, I think I'm predicting something to happen because if I don't feel safe, I should not be running. You yeah, know, I, I agree with that. Cause I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be attracting the non safe to me. Cause yes, I, I think it's I all understand that. Yeah. I think I have some of what you have. There are some things I do feel, I do a lot of energy work for who doesn't know. And, um, so I protect myself all the time. I protect my house. I protect my family. You know, I do workings around that. So I do feel protected. But I always listen to my gut feeling because you never know. And there is something to be said about energy and the way the environment exchanges energy with you and other people. 
So I do walk in the middle of the night here with my husband or alone. I do walk early in the morning here. I live in a very, very safe area. But I also did that in New York City. I also did that in Brazil. When I was a teenager, I was very, um, I didn't care that much about my safety. And I think that's where I got, you know, some traumas because I didn't care. So my my guard around myself is justifiable. Uh, but still, I should, you know, like I said, vulnerability is something that I I learn to live in it. It can be really uncomfortable, but it is beneficial at times. I just, you know, I do listen to my gut feeling. Yeah, I think one thing that I think is very important that I had to learn now is that before it was just about me, right? It was me. I feel mm. safe. I don't feel safe. I feel vulnerable. I don't feel vulnerable. Now I am responsible for a five-year-old. So, and I have to understand, and this is what I, I, taught myself basically uh, as a mom is that if I feel safe running or walking outside at 5 a.m., okay, I'm protected. If my kid is not feeling safe, I'm not going to force her, you know? So if I see a slide and I think that's safe for Emma because, you know, it's a slide and she can go and she say, I'm scared. I don't feel, you know, like they normally don't say, I don't feel safe, you know, because kids cannot vocalize yeah. that well their feelings, but she is scared. She doesn't want to do it. I don't force her because it's about what she's feeling for her. It's her good feeling for her. Just because I am safe going down the slide doesn't mean that she is safe going down the slide. It, and it's all about, so sometimes, and this is how it happens more often, it's not that I feel safe and she feels as unsafe, it's I feel is not safe for her. And she's like, oh, I'm fine. And I have to really tell myself, trust her. if she is fine, she's fine. And then I let her do it. And the moment she says, I'm scared, I am there, you know, mm -hmm. but if she says, no, mommy, I can do, uh, we went to a water park and there was this big slide, water slide, and she is right at the height for the, for the, she's so right there that the woman actually tested her to see if she would pass the height, um, you know, um, need whatever for the slide. And she's like, no, I want to do it. I'm fine. And I'm like, I didn't even, I don't know. I felt safe for me, but I felt it wasn't appropriate for her age or for her. Mm -hmm. But she felt so secure about it. And she felt so safe that she's like, I'm going to do it. I was like, all right, go for it. Right. You have the high requirement. You can do it. And she did. And she had a blast. And then we did several times the same slide. But it's hard, I guess, sometimes for parents and especially helicopter parents. I see a lot, you know, sometimes they were like, no, don't climb there. It's too. Yeah. I feel like don't put fear in your kid, but I don't want to be that parent. So I try not to put fear on her and not pass a lot of my fears to her. Uh, just because I am afraid of something doesn't mean that I'm going to pass that to my kid. So I try to be very positive on the things I'm telling her. So she climbing something that is not very safe on my head, but she feels safe. I don't tell her, Hey, don't do that. You're going to fall. I tell her, Hey, be careful, you know, and go carefully. I don't, I don't try, I try not to go the negative and I see, or she's dancing around something's like, Hey, you're going to bump your head. Don't say that. And she's going to bump her head, you know? So I try to be very positive on the messages I send to her. And again, it's not a hundred percent. I, sometimes I fail. Sometimes I like, I'm freaking out. It's like, what the heck are you doing? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I try my best to be vulnerable and, um, and, and to, 
I don't find a balance. I'm learning that, but uh, with Emma, it's a little difficult. But you know what? Like, hooray for Emma, because for what you tell me right now, it seems like you are allowing herself to experience, you know, what she feels is safe. And when she feels like, ah, I think this is a little scary, you're there for her. So I think that is important because like you said, it's an internal process. So I can't tell you, hey, Natalia, or better, you cannot tell me, Vivian is fine. You can sign up for the run I'm going to do in October and you're going to be fine, even though I never run in, ever in your life. I know I'm not going to have fun. I'm not going to enjoy it. And I'm going to be like worried the whole time that I'm going to get hurt. So I think it's important to know yourself and how you react to things and how much how vulnerable can you be in different times? I think at the end of the day, we need to know who we are and how we experience our feelings. And that will teach us how to moderate, you know, like how much is a good thing, because sometimes too much of a good thing is too much and is imbalanced. Too little is too little. It's imbalanced. So it's about, you know, in the opening of the episode, I said, this is the podcast where we go from the happy to the moody. But there's so much in between, right? It's the black and white. There's so many colors in between that we don't know how we are going to feel experiencing these different things in between. So it's something to learn ourselves. And then we learn how to moderate uh, some type of emotion or reaction because we are quite reactionary beings, you know, most of our uh, interactions there are reactions so I think it's important to know who we are and how we react to yeah, things I, I totally agree I think it's important for us to find the balance that works for us and if I could ask something for the world is to not to be so judgmental right and just because something works for you doesn't mean that it's going to work for another person so be compassionate be respectful and if you want to be vulnerable, be vulnerable. If you don't want to be vulnerable, don't be, you know, just be comfortable with yourself. And I, that's what I trying to do. And I, I'm, I'm trying to learn who I am and how much I want to share. And I'm trying to not be afraid to share and not feel bad after I did just be okay with that. It's a process, right? I think it's we're we're all working towards being better, hopefully. And that's that's all I can hope for. Yes, and on that note, that has been our Happy Go Moody episode for today. We all hope that you find the space to give yourself freedom, to experience vulnerability, and also give others around you freedom too, so they can be vulnerable and experience things the way they want. And and that's it, people. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>